Welcome back, Creatures of the Night. We have a very special interview episode coming your way today where I interview Canaanite 10 from Instagram to talk about his uh, cane-centered collection, his favorite memories and matches of Kane, Undertaker, and the Brothers of Destruction, how he got uh, started collecting only Kane, and we talk about what uh, makes our collections different, but yet similar. So please enjoy this special interview and give Canaanite 10 a follow on Instagram. And we keep on rolling, and I'll see you Wednesday. Enjoy. Hey, man, how's it going? Hey, good, how are you doing? Doing good. How's my fellow uh, brother of destruction from Canada? <laughs> I'm well, uh... Sorry, uh, I've been having a bunch of problems with Instagram today. Like it wasn't, uh, it wouldn't load at all, and then I'd have to un. And I finally just tried to uninstall it, reinstall it, and that worked. But now, like every time I close it, it uh, it still messes up. So every if I want to close Instagram and do something else, and then open it again for something for whatever, it doesn't open again. So I gotta reinstall it every time I want to open it. Ah, no worries, no worries. So how you doing? How's 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 everything going up there? I'm well. Uh, we just got a big. Uh, I'm in Canada, so we just got a big dump of snow. Oh. Just kind of out of nowhere. We've had really nice weather the past little while, but April always seems to bring something. So. Oh, you know, I I'm originally from Illinois, so I I know what you mean. I don't miss that <laughs> at all. <laughs> well, I want to thank you for being a uh, guest on my show here today. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So. As you know, I talk everything Undertaker, and you are a uh, strictly a cane collector. That's correct, yeah. So on my show, I like to talk memories, matches, moments, and everything. So I wanted to know, what was your first memory of Kane that made you a fan? Ooh, I, I really remember uh, some of the early stuff with Kane, like in... Uh, in 99 is about when I started watching the summer in 99 when he was tagging with X-Pac against uh, Undertaker and Big Show. Oh, okay, cool. And I remember I remember some of that around that period. Um, I remember him, the very trail end of the Ministry Undertaker, otherwise the main Undertaker that I grew up with was the uh, American Badass, I would say. That was really the in the formulative years. Um, I, I don't know. I think what drew me to him is like I'm... I've always been a big horror fan, even like when I was younger, I was like a kid when I first saw Kane, but the, just a big dude with a mask and like red's my favorite color and I just thought his outfit was so cool with the one arm and the black spikes like and his music and the, I still think the organ music is just phenomenal and the best encapsulation of a character that of in wrestling history. Um, so those are just like a few of the things I think that drew me to Kane. Yeah, that's that's awesome. That's you. That's basically what drew me to the Undertaker. I, I'm thinking we may be around the same age because like late '98, early '99 is what I remember first getting into it. And yeah, yeah. I uh, I remember I talk about like the first memory I have of Undertaker is him hanging Austin on his symbol. And okay. then, and then, like the Ministry Undertaker with the uh, the the guitar entrance theme and his elaborate uh, cloaks and everything, 
that's just like that's what drew me to him and then of course you know I paid more attention to it with the American Badass Undertaker like you said uh, that uh, that mystery theme guitar riff is actually a very underrated theme that's a great theme I know I, I love it I love the uh, the Latin he talks in the beginning it just adds to the overall like horror type character he was going for at that time I agree and I also like the uh, the one I think it was only one time he used it, but the one uh, in WrestleMania 15, he added a couple lines of the "accept your accept the Lord of Darkness as your savior." Yes. Allow the purity of evil to guide you. I I remember the first time I heard that when I was a teenager, going back through the WrestleManias, I'm like, oh, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah, that is that is so cool. The 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 entrance the entrance themes and everything usually make the character and the matches sometimes. I really agree. Like it sets the tone. It's the first thing you hear. You need to get hooked. Like that's why Jim Johnson mm-hmm. was truly like the best dude ever at it. Like I'm a professional wrestler. Uh, I kind of keep my toy account and my identity a little separate and a little secret. Mm-hmm. But it, I I always say like if I ever got signed or anything like that, I'm gonna try and get somebody to give me Jim Johnson's contact and I will pay him to write an epic riff for my theme that's awesome yeah that'd be great yeah to, you have that lineage you know Undertaker Kane and then you <laughs> well a little bit of that like I'm far from uh, any of those characters I'm not 7 feet or 300 pounds but like <laughs> just his catchy riffs of not just Kane and Undertaker but you have obviously Austin's super iconic mm-hmm. and then you have like good like just simple ones like Batista's first theme the APA the Hardys like all these great oh, the Hitman like Bret Hart like all these great riffs to these themes yeah you know people don't uh, realize how much effort really goes into like the entrance themes that sets the bar for like the character the match everything I agree yeah so you mentioned you're a professional wrestler. Do you have you done anything uh, with professional companies or more independent scene? Um, I'm in the independents, but I have had a WWE tryout. I have done like stuff for um, very brief stuff with like Evolve. I have wrestled guys that are uh, pretty big deals, like Kenny Omega. His independence was uh, just a few hours down the road in Winnipeg from where I live, and I've wrestled him, I've wrestled Cody Rhodes, I've, we've had Mick Foley, I've gotten a mandible claw from Mick Foley, which was really cool, Eugene, um, Matt Stryker, like, there's been quite a few guys that have come through, Psychosis. Wow. Some really cool stuff I'm able to say that I've done. <laughs> yeah, you shared the ring with a lot of legends. Yes, yes. Yeah, a lot of people that shared the ring with Taker and Kane, too. So that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, one degree of separation, essentially. Yeah, yeah seriously. I've done extra work for the WWE, too, like security guard stuff. Or um, I was a security guard on Raw once, and like I was the bunny at a house show once, like for Adam Rose. So I've done some things like that as well. But Kane is one of the few guys I've... Uh, he's never been on a show that I've been a part of so oh oh that was my next question have you ever had a chance to meet him with who sorry have you ever had a chance to meet Kane no I haven't I almost did once and he was supposed to be at a comic con that I was going to and then he ended up canceling his appearance and truth be told at that comic con I was just going to give him 
a package like every wrestler kind of has like their promo package put together like pictures and videos and promos and stuff and I was going to actually try and give him a promo package of myself <laughs> but he ended up canceling so oh. unfortunately I have not met him oh that's that sucks because you know yeah, someday it, I have faith yeah yeah, because he usually he usually goes around to some uh, Comic Con stuff. Even now, as mayor. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I've noticed that he 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 hits up mostly the states. I happen to be in Toronto. It was the Toronto Comic Con. This was probably in 2016 or 17. He was supposed to be there, but he ended up pulling on that. So. Uh, one day, one day you'll meet him. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm confident. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. So. You you said you you got into Kane like when he was tagging with X Pac against Big Show and Undertaker. That's correct. So do you prefer Undertaker and Kane as brothers of destruction or against each other? I gotta be like everybody loved the brothers of destruction. I'm sure you're in the same boat there. Mm-hmm. Like don't get me wrong, I loved uh, I loved their feud, and I sort of fell out of wrestling a little bit in. 2003 I was still very young I was only 11 when Kane unmasked but I was so heartbroken and like that whole year was pretty tough because it was like who now looking back and especially as a wrestler like I appreciate a lot more because Kane's showing his versatility he's working all that kind of stuff but I loved the big brooding monster so now that he had more personality the half mask and then he finally did unmask and I was like oh like I was falling out of it Mm-hmm. And then when I, I didn't really grow up with internet, when I had internet when I was 13, 14, I started watching some of this old stuff, and I'm like, wow, this is really cool, reinvigorating my uh, my love for it. And I went through, actually, like, I obviously, I knew of Kane and Undertaker's story and Paul Bearby's father and stuff like that, but I actually went through and, like, I saw the storytelling that they did was the months of Paul Bear talking about Kane and, and you sort of oh this guy's not real and then him saying Kane's alive and it's just for months they dragged this out and then Kane finally debuted and then Undertaker wouldn't fight him, wouldn't fight him, wouldn't fight him for months mm-hmm. and then finally Kane locked him in the casket and burnt him alive and all this and I'm like wow that's like a really long fleshed out story like from beginning to end that was well over a year you know yeah so that was something that I really enjoyed and I, I did enjoy their feud and I enjoy a little bit that uh, Undertaker's last full-time feud was Kane like because he got injured after that buried alive or he went, took time off for the shoulder surgery and he started just doing Wrestlemania's after that yeah and uh, that's kind of like a feather in the cap for for Kane in a way that it's full circle for him that Undertaker was his last full-time when he was full-time on the Smackdown still feud and I, I really enjoyed that feud because I was a teenager. Kane was in his first run that I'd ever seen as a world champion. Mm-hmm. And you had all this nostalgia of Kane versus Undertaker and Paul Bear came back in the urn and Paul Bear turned and all this great storytelling. Definitely. And Kane was also, at the time, cutting some like incredible, super intelligent promos at the time, like showing his skill in that. So, but I do love the Brothers of Destruction. I mean, who doesn't? That 2001 American Badass and Kane, like, that was a badass tag team. It was, and I'm in the same boat as you. I, I enjoy when they tag. Um, of course, you would like the 2010 rivalry because Kane got the upper hand in all three matches. <laughs> yeah, but... yeah. 
So, um, yeah, it is. I it is something to think about. That was Undertaker's like last full time and last rivalry really was Kane. So that that is very interesting to think about. Yeah, I, I never really, you know, thought of it that way because you know Undertaker keeps going and going. You don't really think of like you know when he was last full time. It was the Kane storyline. Yeah, that was when he was like consistently on SmackDown. Like, yeah, week after week, right? So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just it's when it's like Kane said in his uh, Hall of Fame thing. It is the best story WWE has done the Undertaker and Kane saga. Because yeah, I agree. Like uh, unbiasedly, even that's that's just a crazy good storyline, and it's it's crazy to think that Kane was supposed to be just a one off. It is for Undertaker, but Kane. The the nice thing about Kane going in the Hall of Fame, like obviously it's cool and all that. But it, it seems like with all these documentaries, the brother, Brothers of Destruction documentary that came out, him mm-hmm. and Undertaker just shooting the breeze too in that one little interview, and and Undertaker really coming out of character and doing all these interviews, and he's talked about Kane a lot, obviously, because Kane is a big part of his career, mm-hmm. and it's kind of nice because it, it seems like Kane's getting a little more appreciation than he got before. Um, I know, like even ten years ago, people. Don't get me wrong, people sort of seem to respect Kane, but they weren't really, oh yeah, whatever, Kane's like, well, I respect him, he's been around for a while, but now they're like appreciating all the small things that Kane has explained that he did, and trying to be the Undertaker, but be different at the same time, like how his tombstone's just slightly different, or how he pins a little different, or how Undertaker raises his arms to turn on lights, and Kane raises them up and puts them down, you know, like he evolves what the Undertaker was doing, or he's taking everything that the Undertaker is doing and finding his own twist on it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like people are starting to actually notice that now and, and look back and be like, whoa, okay, like I appreciate that. And like as myself, like as a wrestler now, I super appreciate the Undertaker way more than I did when I was younger. Obviously, an enemy of Kane, I'm sure you're the same enemy of the Undertaker is an enemy of you, right? Like yeah, that's true. Like <laughs> When he's feuding with The Undertaker, like, get out of here. I don't like The Undertaker, right? I hated X-Pac, you know, all these feuds. And I always was, like, a jaded teenager being, oh, Kane's better because he can move. Because he was very uh, very agile, especially in the early 2000s there. In 2001, when he was huge, and then when he leaned out a little bit in 02, he was still unbelievably quick for a big man mm-hmm. but man the undertaker like that early undertaker was so unbelievably good i love gimmicky gimmicks like that where you have a strong character and oh my god that that character was so good especially those first handful of years like unbelievable i love the promos i love like even as a teenager i loved him ca- carving the casket for yokozuna and, and just things like that undertaker is just phenomenal he is, and uh, of course, I'm biased, but still, it's. I, I wish he would have gotten better opponents in his early days, because a lot of them would. It made him have to work slower. But I, I like what he did with the character. I like how he did the promos. I like how he was able to show off, you know, not, not only that he can work slow, but also he can pull off big moves when needed to. Yeah, Undertaker kind of speaks on that, that it was because of the character, too, that he worked so slow, because he's so used to, you know, going quick. And you look at Kane, too. Kane's the same thing. You look at, like, a, his old matches, like his Unabom and, and Smoky Mountain. 
he's doing like he has the guy hung up over the top rope and he's doing top rope leg drops on the back of their heads like Kane never did that obviously right and he's yeah. doing all kinds of crazy athletic stuff and even the Undertaker said that that killed him too because he's like oh I want to do all this stuff but he kind of paced it in the sense of like slow 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 and then he has a big flash of like quickness like mm-hmm. out of nowhere like that big diving clothesline that he would do yeah and like that's really smart psychology wise and, and just something that makes you appreciate The Undertaker even more. Yeah, and it's also something I feel like that's missing nowadays. You know, you don't get that attention to character detail. Yeah, I sort of agree. And, like, a lot of people seem to work to work, like, or just seem do what they do to do it. I mean, you have tremendous wrestlers and, like, the likes of Cesaro and stuff that are so clean and could wrestle a, a bag of rocks and make it look good. But yeah, there's just uh, something missing from some of the guys too, for sure. I mean, I'm not one to talk either. I'm not signed or anybody famous, but I, I agree. Like, The Undertaker is definitely a top four or three, like, all-time, all-around wrestlers for me. Mm-hmm. All-time, for sure. Well, that's, that's great. That's great to hear. Um, so... When it comes to your collection and your figure and uh, your, you know, collecting only Kane, what made you, is is your love of Kane the reason why you collect only Kane? Yeah, pretty much. And I also, uh, I didn't really want to get in the can of worms of like, start collecting another guy and then that other guy turns into another guy and that other guy turns into yeah. another guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. Yeah, so... Over the past number of years, like, there are really nice figures out there, like, that, for one I always list is that glow-in-the-dark, the the 101 Undertaker, I always, I think that's such a cool figure, I love glow figures, I love that idea, and I think that Undertaker's so cool, and honestly, if it ever came up at a half-decent price to me, I probably would grab it, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, like, I would just be collecting that just to have it, like, to me, like... I collect Kane because I enjoy Kane and I, I like Kane and I like the uniqueness of the pieces that I have or the figures and that and, and the other thing too is there's so much stuff like I've filled a room and there's still more to go and oh, so I'm ever going to start another guy you know like I can't imagine you with the Undertaker Undertaker probably has honestly more merch than Kane does oh. especially these last 10 years with Mattel they just have pumped out so many Undertaker figures. It seems like he's in every series. I know. So how could I even feasibly start collecting another guy when I barely have the room for just Kane, anyways? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm. It's the same with me. You know, I Undertaker has always been my favorite. He's always been. He was my first figure. I I got because I loved him, and I just said to myself, you know, I'm just gonna stick to him. Um, luckily enough. Um, even though I, I'm a Mint on Card collector now, uh, I used to open my figures back when I uh, in the Jax era. But the, when they came out with the Mattel, that's when I said, you know, I'm going to keep these in box. And thank God I did because the prices now on some of those old ones are ridiculous. Yeah, I was going to say that's a big no-no for me. When I decided I, I was going to start collecting, I was straight Mint on Card right then and there. And oh. even figures now, like I feel... I actually have that uh, Ministry Undertaker from the Hall of Champions. Oh, one, one of my favorite ones. I love the head scan. 
That is a perfect head scan. I love the attire. I love everything. That's probably one of my favorite figures, and I I got it with intention of opening. And it even came with damaged packaging, which is whatever, right? Because I'm going to open it. But even then, I still feel guilty about opening figures, you know? Yeah, I, I, I would say maybe it's... 10 years ago, I said to myself, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to be strictly mint on card now because the boxes to me is like a piece of art displaying the figure. I agree 100% with that. I argue that with one of my buddies all the time is I say that you could open like 30 Jack's Kane figures and you wouldn't know which is which. But the box is it's part of the piece itself. Like, yeah. You have, I think the artwork on some of those Jack's figures are is awesome especially the early bone crunchers and stuff i think they're all of them honestly all of them are great mm-hmm. yeah and you have those big box sets as well like i don't know if you collect multi-packs of the undertaker as well i do okay because like in a lot of multi-packs obviously kane is shared with them so we probably have a lot of uh the same collection as well <laughs> and like for example that uh i don't know if you're aware of it but that posted box set with the black and white undertaker oh. on vengeance Yes, I still need that one. Oh, good luck. I, I know. I know. Find mine locally. I got so lucky. There's one on eBay right now, but I think it's a little a little expensive. I've seen pictures of your collection. I'm like, oh, I'm so jealous because I need that one with The Undertaker. I need that one with The Undertaker. <laughs> because Yeah, that one, I got so lucky and I found it locally. And there is no toy scene locally around here at all oh. and I remember grabbing it for 75 Canadian dollars and I just about crap my pants <laughs> because I remember seeing it on eBay like once like oh probably eight or nine years prior and being like I'm never going to find this thing again mm-hmm. and here we are find it locally like I couldn't believe my luck wow that's that's lucky I oh very I'm very lucky with that yeah because I, I know you have you have the um, the deluxe two pack, right? Uh, the, the classic. The classic one I do. Yeah. yeah see, I, that's the one you're talking that's about. That's the I one. I don't have the deluxe Fye release of the brothers, where there's just the deluxe aggression two cane and the other the generic deluxe Undertaker. Yeah, yeah. I don't have that one. Yeah, I was yeah the classic one. That, that's another one. I'm like, oh, I'm so jealous. You have that one. I. I got that right straight from ringside when it came out. I, I saw that and I'm like, I'm grabbing it. Yeah. I'm grabbing this, you know? <laughs> like a lot of that stuff, I'm lucky because even all the ringside canes, I'm sure you're aware, they're crazy expensive. I just yes. grabbed them when they first came out because I just keep up sort of with ringside or with the orders as they would uh, come. There was a period of time for a few years where I didn't, I didn't really uh, focus on collecting or anything at all. And I'm missing some of the later um, Kane basics of Mattel, like in the middle of the series is almost, like the series 40 around there. Okay. There's a few Kanes that I'm missing, but yeah, so the, like that ringside one, I'm just lucky because I bought it straight from ringside when it came Yeah, out. that is lucky. That I think that's around the same time I started like falling out of collecting, like around, I don't know what year that was released, maybe 2009? 2009. 2009, yeah. I, I know there's like a period of a year I was just like, eh, I'm not going to do that. And then I started again with the Mattel. That's what changed my focus from loose to box and everything. So I got back into it. And, you know, That's fair. Yeah. I, I wish you had even back then picked one up because oh, they're so expensive now. I it's know. Ridiculous. I know. It's so ridiculous. 
and uh, so many of them you wouldn't think that would increase in value and when you look into this like how is that so expensive well now you know like honestly like my uh like just buy a few with intentions of some heavy trade bait later in like a few years down the road like if mm-hmm. Kane has another well Kane has that Undertaker ringside one the history of Kane's ringside figures are over $200 US mm-hmm. I'm sure it's only a matter of time before that Undertaker two pack figure like him dressed or Undertaker dressed as Kane I should say yeah. until that one goes expensive as well oh yeah I didn't I made sure to get like a couple of those because I was not that's gonna... what I mean yeah, the cause... other one too is like you gotta watch guys like Hogan and Rock like that uh, I managed to score a couple Ultimate Rocks, those Amazon ones. Oh, nice! For a pretty good, pretty good price. Um, there's a guy I'm gonna shout him out right now. Wrestle underscore Figs, I believe, is his name on Instagram. He he posts in his stories fairly frequently, like good deals on Amazon. Mm-hmm. And like they're not the first price shown. You click on the additional prices, and there's like he he posts some good deals on there, and I picked up a few Ultimate Hogan's as well to hold for uh, trade bait down the road. Yeah. So, you know, something like a lot of the cane bendings and stuff is stuff that I'm missing and that stuff is just so hard to find those multi-pack bendings. Like, oh, the bendings are so... I, I'm lucky that I've got some of those multi-pack bendings at good prices because... What I, do you have? I'm curious. Uh, like those, uh, the neck wrench and the oh, power. Oh, you do have the neck wrench and pile driver. Yeah, right? the pile driver ones. The uh, the one that came with a, a ring, the four pack bendums with a ring, like the steel cage ring. Oh, the steel cage pack. There's an Undertaker in that. Hey, eh? I didn't know that. Yeah. Um. Oh God, there's so many bendum things, and you wouldn't even think. There's those. The really rare packs are like the J C Penny exclusive box and it's yes. just like a box and it says wf rumble or wf attitude on it yeah there's, and there's, there's a, that one and... of them has a 10 pack and one of them is a four pack those are just i managed to i i'm sure you might have seen i have a, a one of the jc pennies uh super sets from the slammers or signature series figures oh nice they're, they're slammers pack actually they're all they all just come in like bags if you want to look on my instagram you'll go under i think grails and i think it's under there but it's just like a box of four figures it's like undertaker sean austin mm-hmm. and kane yeah super and lucky to have found that that is and i know there's like they have jc penny things of those like uh those little miniature figures they have like the, the micros yes yes the jc penny with the no mercy ring That's yeah one i missed out on a sealed one like a month ago I'm mm-hmm. so chapped about that. Oh, seriously? I missed that <laughs> oh, too, <yeah>. apparently. <laughs> I think it sold pretty quick, to be honest. There was oh. one that was loose up there, and I was watching it for a while, and then it sold, and I kind of got regret of not buying it. And then the one that sold like only a month ago, someone listed it as just like a WF No Mercy ring. They didn't put anybody's name in the title or anything like that. Oh, that's why I probably missed it. So if you search Undertaker, it's not going to come up, right? Yeah. Oh, you know, that's why I hate doing like sold list items and seeing what I missed out on. It's like, <laughs> yeah, oh, it's sh- to, yeah, it's like, you don't mm. like yeah, I don't like looking, but also I got to see because it's like, mm. you're too curious, too curious. Yeah, but yeah, there's a lot of multi packs and things that Undertaker shares with Kane and I'm sure like we'll probably share a lot of co- collection items 
because it's it's so easy to put Undertaker with Kane. Oh, absolutely! All his a lot of two packs as well, and, mm-hmm. and things like that. Yeah. Do you have a favorite Undertaker and Kane item in your collection? Um. Or it doesn't have to be in your... or like singles or. Um. Both, and it doesn't have to be in your collection. It could be something you're looking for, but it's something that's like that's your favorite Undertaker and Kane item. Uh, my favorite Undertaker item that I own is that black and white Vengeance figure. I think that's super cool. I remember even back in the day, like seeing that figure because it's on a separate card inside the box set. Mm-hmm. And I remember seeing it like in the mid two thousands, and this thing was selling for like over a hundred bucks then. And I'm like, wow, what's this? This is kind of cool. And then found out it's in the post-it set right yeah so the all together like that post-it set is one of my favorite things just because of the story of how i found it and it's got a cool black and white taker it's got one of only two ruthless aggression unmasked canes that were released with the singlet like the belt singlet at the time oh, okay like only two of them were released like that and then the rest were just his tights the topless tights mm-hmm. and but uh, my other favorite, that J.C. Penny box set is pretty cool because it's super rare. But my favorite figure is probably the Federation Fighter or the Super Stunner Kane. And then my favorite two pack has to be that classic two pack. That yeah. thing is it. That thing is so cool. And I remember when it came out, I'm like, this is so awesome. Like the hair and the mask. It's just like. I'm not a big deluxe aggression guy, but I thought that those were so cool. Yeah, and it's also the only, like, WrestleMania 14-specific Undertaker. It's got his... I never thought about that. I didn't know that. That's true. It's got his... um, Robe. ...specific attire Mm -hmm. to it, eh? Yeah. And it's like... Like, What about the the Undertaker Mankind 2-pack? That was pretty WrestleMania 14 Undertaker-y, wasn't it? Yeah, I would say, but I'm I'm thinking of like that's the only one released with that robe, that WrestleMania. Oh, the robe you're saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I gotcha. Yeah, because they they released some a lot in like that specific black attire with the the cross symbols, but to have the actual robe on them, you know, that's what people always want. Like nowadays with the Ultimate Edition Undertaker, they want that one made. They want the oh, robe. Oh really? Yeah. I, I was actually talking with the uh, Pyramid Wrestling guys on their pod. And um, I was I was saying that that would be a good era of Undertaker to make. I agree. It's a pretty famous era as well. I agree. I, I think like the 98, 99 Undertaker, you know, they can even have like a, a separate ministry head and a goatee head so you can swap. Because he wore basically the same one when he came back. I was going to ask, did he? Because I know he also wore like a very in the ministry started wearing a very spandexy kind of top mm-hmm. whereas when i think of uh wrestlemania 14 undertaker i think of that loose yeah kind of silvery button top yeah i i remember when he came when he first came back as the ministry when he was cutting the promos on on vince and everything he he kept the uh, loose top but i think wrestlemania 15 is the first pay-per-view he debuted the the spandex suit Oh, interesting. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, that that would work. Yeah. Or I, I mean, a safe one. Obviously, a later Undertaker would be good too. But uh, an American badass Undertaker, you could throw a few of his famous, like "Try Me, I'll Make You Famous." It's my yeah. yard. Maybe the Red Devil shirt in there, and you could have a long hair and a short hair head. Yeah, because they don't. A couple bandanas. Yeah, they didn't really touch 
the baddest too much. You know, they have a couple of elites, but you know, they're all like, you know, they can update it better. What are the elites that they have? I know they have the Red Devil one, and then yeah. they have that Pain Syndicate Respect one yeah. with the skeleton on the front. Mm-hmm. And I know those go for pretty good prices because they're pretty cool and the shirt shirts are cool. But yeah, they don't have an It's My Yard one, do they? Sure. No, they the and the other one they released is like the SummerSlam 2000 one. Yeah, on... with the jean top and the cane mask. Yeah. 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 But Mattel loves re-releasing that half cane mask. My God. Yeah, and they <laughs> and they love that Undertaker face with that like '98, '97 sculpted hair. It's like that doesn't really look like the badass Undertaker. That's true. And is that the one that they even released with this recent purple glove Undertaker in the? Is that the Legends line? Is that they threw that? Mm. Out? Yeah, it's. But they gave him diff- They gave him the strands of hair in the front. Is just, it the same sculpt though? Yeah, I think it is the same sculpt. I'm not a fan of that sculpt either. I just think the way they do the goatee doesn't look very good, and I don't know. I'm not. A, I'm not a fan of that head. Yeah, I'm surprised they haven't made an Ultimate Kane and Undertaker by this time. They released. They they did doubles of so many wrestlers. I'm surprised they haven't done those two. There's so many guys that you could. Like, uh, actually, I was talking with the Pyramid guys about that as well, and, and they said, like, Rock and Cena, I made the point. I'm like, maybe they redid Rock because Rock was an Amazon exclusive. He was a 99 Rock, and now you got the WrestleMania 28 Rock mm-hmm. kind of thing. I think Kane and Undertaker is inevitable, but think about some of the other guys. Like, you have a great Orton, Batista. Um, but, like, some of those guys don't have uh, ultimates either. Yeah, and they went with a... Uh... A current edge without like doing like a classic edge it's like yeah like a little bit of me almost wants a, an ultimate with uh two different attires like two different pants or two different like if that was easy to change and like if you did cane obviously you'd have to do a 98 cane but what would you put with them like we already have voice boxes with the elites you mm-hmm. couple heads i guess and you'd have maybe a weathered mask and a a clean mask and then I said maybe you could I don't know how easy it'd be to do an arm swap but you could have one of his arms on fire for the infernal mask maybe <laughs> maybe they'll give him like the the bare arm and then they can swap it with like a two sleeve something yeah, like that yeah but the spikes don't line up then that's the problem yeah well I don't think they really care <laughs> <laughs> no they haven't uh, they haven't released a, a good inverted attire yet that's, That's one of my biggest gripes of Mattel. And they also, Mattel and Jax, Kane's WrestleMania 18 attire, you're still tagging with The Undertaker in this attire as well. The not classic singlet, but the second singlet that he wore with the red coming up a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. They've never made a figure of that. Jax yeah. or Mattel. And he wore that attire for well over for a year. Yeah, and they didn't make the, uh, the No Way Out one, the old black. Yeah, that was actually that attire, but unfortunately unfinished it was because you can see where they added the red it matches exactly yeah. with the cutouts and everything it'd be a good chase figure <laughs> that would be a great figure i think but they've released that stupid summer or survivor series 2001 figure oh yeah i was just about to ask you about that that one came out atrocious yeah that that honestly that that attire was not good even on kane mm-hmm. and jacks has released two figures of it that I can think of. Mattel's now released one of it. Jax had three releases with two different figures. They had an R3 figure and a finishing moves style oh, yeah. figure of that. Yeah. 
They released the R3 figure twice, and now Mattel's, that's four releases of a one-off attire, and yet Kane has an attire that he wore for a year that they haven't released. What's mm-hmm. going on? Yeah. And it's it's the same with the, uh, the Undertaker. It's like they won't touch like the 97, 98 era. It's, that's so strange because that's like, why that's, wouldn't you? Uh, that's like his super famous. Yeah, his championship. That's his championship run. After fully off the cell. And fully <laughs> off the cell, Kane and his Highway to Hell. It's like they don't even touch ninety seven, ninety eight. That's surprising. Like, what they haven't released that ninety seven. You, I know you mentioned the robe. Mm-hmm. Like Jacks only released the robe then. Mm-hmm. But what about like the? The, the loose top like they don't they haven't released that not i mean they have a basic that's uh modeled after SummerSlam 98 his match with austin okay but it's like it's the same head sculpt as they used on a 1994 undertaker oh yeah that that's super weak yeah it's like they can do so much more to do to to uh, I agree. to do I that agree. era. I, I think some of these big guys too, especially Undertaker and Kane, could benefit from it. But I think they should bulk them out a little bit. Yeah, or give them like yeah, especially Undertaker. They can give them even a uh, a soft goods shirt to make it look bulkier. Yeah, that that would help, especially with the loose '98 shirt there. That would yeah. be actually a really great figure. I'm surprised I didn't realize that they hadn't really released that era of undertaker but yeah you got ministry figures out there out the rear end for that yeah but i'm not i i love the ministry era so i'm not complaining but yeah you're right they have they have like so many more ministry releases they have well, like that's i don't mind all the cane releases as well but it's <laughs> like man do something different like they've yeah. done the half mask stuff and the, the removal mask is just it's so squandered to me because you got the ringside one, then you got the mask with the Undertaker, then you got Elite Thirty One, then you got Elite Forty Two B, then you got Elite Forty Nine. Like mm-hmm. we don't need the half mask anymore. Yeah. The removable one, anyways. Like, why don't we get a good sculpted? And then you got this decade of dominance. Why don't we get a good sculpted half mask cane head from two thousand three? If you want to do that. Yeah. Exactly. Like uh, I'm just thinking about the Ministry era Undertakers. They had that San Diego Comic Con exclusive. And then, how was that figure? I I, I, I didn't ask. I've seen it and I think it's kind of cool, but I feel like it's just missing something. Yeah, I like it in the box. The box, you know, you can it displays nicely. It has the blue Undertaker logo and it's like cylinder shape and he's posed in there, so it's nice. And um, the logo is that a Mattel figure? Yes. Oh, it is okay. Yeah, but then they re-release almost the same exact one in the defining moments line, but gave him pupils instead of having the eyes rolled back. Oh, I see. Yeah. So it's like, well, instead of doing that, they could have done WrestleMania 14 Undertaker in the defining moments, or yeah, something yeah, else. I agree with that. Yeah, that defining moments line. That sure is hit and miss. It seems with some of the guys, and mm-hmm. it seems like the ultimate line kind of picked up the slack for it. Yeah, I agree. And you know, you don't think of you know you don't think of Kane having so many different attires that they haven't touched. But you know, you're just talking about it like wow, they haven't like touched a lot of Kane attires. They re they redo a lot of them, and you know they miss stuff on that too. 
Yeah, this like new basic Survivor or SummerSlam cane that's coming out with the singlet. I'm oh, yeah. very excited to see that cane in a basic attire. Like that's great, and I'm hoping maybe in the future that means they'll do the uh, the other singlet that I spoke of as well. Mm-hmm. But I'd like to see nobody's done a really good proper inverted attire. Yeah, and, and I'm surprised about that. That's like one of Kane's more popular attires with the casual fans, it seems. So I agree. And um, I talked about that last week on the Mattel Reveals episode. Do you know what SummerSlam that's supposed to be? Is that 2001 or 2002? That's supposed to be 2000 oh. when he faced The Undertaker. Actually, really? That's the, that's the event that he debuted that attire. Um, the only thing is he never... That's the pit, At least I'm going off of the picture. The picture that is on, like that shows, you know, the actual wrestler not the picture of the figure like yeah. the actual picture of Kane mm-hmm. that's his son that's a still from him in that match against Undertaker at SummerSlam oh okay I didn't see the still I just saw the figure yeah the figure like the mask is fine it's a good mask mold it's not the correct mask for that match but Kane only wore that mask once to have a rip by the Undertaker anyway so I'm not concerned but I also <laughs> assume it has to do that because that's when Kane debuted that singlet as well that was the first time he wore it oh I'll probably have to pick that figure up then I like I like having um, Kane figures in my collection that have a, a special match or you know, against the Undertaker or with him or some kind of special Undertaker moment. I gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Growing up, honestly, I liked that match. Like it was fun yeah match. I thought, and I I still enjoy it. I do it's too. What it is? It is. You know, and it's the Undertaker went in there basically to unmask Kane. He did it, and you know, that's it. Yeah, and Kane was getting really, really jacked at that point. <laughs> yeah, that that's when he Jeez. just like threw Undertaker through the ring. I remember that. Yeah, that was when he chokes on. I remember that when I was a kid. I thought that was the coolest thing. I've never seen the ring break until then. And I'm like, whoa. And then he stole his motorcycle. Yeah, it's... Yeah. <laughs> great memories. It is. It is great memories. It's amazing. It's, I can't believe um, 20 years they did that saga. And it never seemed like it was getting old. No, oh, it's wild to think that the Attitude Era is 20 years since it's been done, you know. I know. I can't. Maybe it, a seventeen is twenty years ago. I know. I, they just. I just saw that pop up the other day, and I'm like, wow, twenty years. <sighs> Where did the time go on that one? Yeah. Yeah. Well, do you re- do you remember like um, the first figure you ever got of Kane? Yeah, my brother actually gave. The uh, Titan Life Series One figure for Christmas, and that was the first figure I, I opened and played with it, and I still have it. And he's very beat up, <laughs> you know, twenty-time world champion as he should be, my as my uh, kid opinion would say. But um, I still have it. Like I said, that one was loose. The first one I ever decided when I decided I was going to collect the mint on card. The first one I ever bought was a uh, deluxe aggression, the best of two thousand six. Oh wow! That was the first Kane figure I had. And that was at the end of two thousand six, early two thousand seven is probably when I started that collection. Nice, yeah, and that's that's the kind of Kane that comes in that deluxe two pack with Undertaker in the coffin, right? Yes, that is the same Kane, correct? Yeah, 
Uh, you take that one and the Titantron series, uh, Titantron Life Series One. You put them together. You can see how how far wrestling figures have come up to that point. Yeah, it's it's wild to think. And like like I said, I was never the biggest fan of deluxe aggression figures, mm -hmm. just for how big and seemingly just bulky they were. I don't mind some bulkiness to a figure. They were just I didn't like the extra articulation when a figure is a little more stiff. When I was a kid, I found it was a little easier to play with. Mm -hmm. Like the BCAs were great to play with because they held better and everything like that. You didn't need all the articulation in the world, but yeah. So the that the famous burgundy came because he wasn't even red. Cause yes. They painted over the black, and I assume that's why it turned out burgundy. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. I mean, and I remember the um, the Undertaker one. It had like a very small goatee. I like didn't even give him like the full goatee, the full ministry beard. It's like a real small, like uh, soul patch beard. It's like, <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> yeah, it's like those face scans too were pretty. Well, they weren't scans; they were just molds or whatever they made, mm -hmm. carvings. But they were they were pretty rough back in the day. You look oh, at some yeah. of the guys like Austin and Triple H was a really oh, bad one. Yeah, until they actually started scanning the face. <laughs> yes, yes, I remember the uh, the first real scan taker, the Titan Tron Life Series Five with his Ministry coat. Still one of my favorite ones. That was re-released as a classic superstar, was it not? Yes, yeah. They, with they gave him pupils, much like what Mattel did with the other one. They just... Oh, I didn't realize that one didn't have the pupils. That was on a SmackDown card, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. I remember seeing that figure. I, I thought that was a pretty cool figure, mm -hmm. and I to this. Until about, I don't know, maybe a month ago, I was unaware that that was a re-release for the classic superstars. Yeah, and I I don't, I think the, the difference is they gave them pupils and I think they took out the mechanism. So it doesn't work on a Titantron anymore. They just took out oh, the metal. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, that which, makes sense. It does. It makes sense because people are going to look at what's this, you know. And the Titantron's like out of stores for like six years already. Yeah, yeah, especially by then. Yeah. Well, do you have a a holy grail item that if you saw it today for a good price, that's the one item you would love to get right now? That I don't have? Yes, that you don't have. Oh, probably um, for a single pack of a figure, a face-flipping fighter. Those things are just insanely oh. rare. And you never see those. Yes. I'm pretty sure Undertaker had one. He does. He does. I was just going to ask. They, I didn't know they made one of Kane. They did. Wow. Yeah. I don't know what series it is, but it's, yeah, it's, in, I've never, I think I've seen one loose like once, maybe. And it was yeah. like in Australia. So I feel like it's an international figure. So that's probably the, uh, the holy grail for a single carded figure. Most single cards on figures I have other than like small variants mm -hmm. here and there but that's the big one that I can think of that I'm omitting and for a multi-pack I would have to say well we'll just do one of each a two-pack probably that Kane and Undertaker Brothers of Destruction figure I don't have that three-pack I'll go through them all uh, <laughs> Kane the Great Kelly and Triple H had a random three-pack wow that is random it. A basic three pack in early, early on, like in 2011 or something, like right when Mattel first got the license. 
and it's pretty scarce. There was one on eBay, but it's pretty beat up, so I, I didn't want to pay too much for it. Uh-huh. So I kind of put the minimum bid, and then I got outbid, so I didn't worry too much about it. Mm-hmm. And then a really big multi-pack would be that, like, Bendham's Rumble. It's like a 10-pack, and each figure comes sealed in plastic. Like, those are grail items, I would say. Maybe not Kane, Kelly, and Triple H, but it's pretty <laughs> hard to find. Well, yeah, I mean, if it's rare and hard to find, that is a grail. Because it, yeah. it doesn't have to be worth a lot to be a grail. It just has to be, you know, hard to find. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I know there's plenty of things of Undertaker. It's like you wouldn't expect it to be, like, hard to find. But it's like, wow, this I can't believe this. like nobody's selling this at this time. Well, it's wild that you look back. Excuse me, I remember when I first started collecting, like, 2006 2007 there mm-hmm. like jack stuff was hundreds and hundreds around you could get them for dirt cheap like you could buy any bca you wanted for 10 bucks like slammers signature series shotgun saturday night kings like all the titan tron lives like they're all super easy to find and now you go find me a some of those BCA canes, like a GTA Tour, let's say, like you're not going to find that. You don't see them around like you used to. And when you do, they're more expensive now. Yeah, yeah that's that's completely true. I remember when they used to only be like 10, 12 bucks. I know I, I probably picked up a few a couple years ago of the BCA Undertakers when I was going through like the ones I had as a kid and I wanted to keep them mint on card now. It's like, wow, these are so cheap. And then, like, overnight, they become, like, so expensive. Yeah, it's really, like, the whole collectible market since the uh, pandemic. But even the past few years, like, they're getting really much more scarcer. And I'm sure Undertaker has his big fill of BCA figures as well. Oh, yeah. You know, it's just like what you said about Kane. You know, you can take him off the card and not know which series it goes to because they all look the same. (laughs) Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's it's amazing how much use they got out of some of those molds. Oh well that cane with the stitch tights that you wore from oh three to two thousand eight or nine, like mm-hmm. Jack's so there's so many figures, all the RAs, even the same head scan. They use the same head scan for an eternity. There's probably ten figures that are you open them and they're all the exact same. Yeah. I think I know which head skin you're talking about, too. He's just, like, grimacing. Yeah, he's yeah. showing a bit of teeth. Yep, yep. Yeah, that's his most common one, for sure. I remember. I remember having a few of those, yeah. I remember the Frankenstein boots, BCA cane. His, like... Frankenstein it's like, boots? Yeah, so he's, like, wearing lifts. His boots are, like, lifted, so he makes them taller. Which, which uh, or is that all the bone crunchers were like yeah. that, or what? Yeah, yeah. It's, like, his boots are, like... They like mo. It's like he's wearing like elevator shoes. Oh, I've never. I can't say I've ever noticed. I don't have any loose BCA canes, though, so that's something I probably would never notice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like Undertaker. They gave him like flat boots, and Kane, his boots are like it's like raised to make him like taller. It's like they they they, they didn't mold the shoe high enough, so they just added to it. Oh, it's that's like, interesting. Yeah, it's like so weird. Because I know Jacks after a bit too with the like. The RA series, they started making guys, some of the guys like shins longer, like Big Show and Kelly. Not so much Kelly, but Big Show, I remember, he had longer shins and 
you'd see them in packages for jacks like Cena and Edge, and then Big Show would be there with his knees bent in the package. Yeah, and uh, just like they would do to like Paul Bearer, they would make him extremely tall, and then he would have to bend him in the package. That's right, that three, that atrocious classic three. Oh yeah, that that cane half mask. Oh, uh, I was so mad at that. I ordered that figure. I know the proto images that shows him in the full mask. I why I don't understand. Like that's it's so nice too. Like you look at the proto image and it's so nice. Yeah. And I feel like even the Undertaker is disappointing in that. Like, yeah, it is. They could have given. I I was hoping for like a hooded robe, something more. It's like they just slapped something on him. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that that um. Uh, Hall of Champions Undertaker that I was talking about earlier that I had loose, I actually bought a, a SummerSlam 99 Undertaker, the BC, the Bone Cruncher, and I took oh. the robe off of it to put on that figure. Yes. It actually looks really well, especially with the red trim. Definitely. One of my favorite Undertaker figures. I love the one with the the robe, the BCA one. Yeah, yeah, great I, figure. I just love him in red in the Ministry era. I think it pops so well. Oh, I agree, and I just the, the such subtlety on it too. Like Mattel made it a little more than it actually was, but yeah, great, great figure. Yeah, it it really is, and um, I I also coming back to classic Undertakers. Uh, I don't know if you um, noticed this because it's mostly on packs that Undertaker's not with Kane, but they would put him in his classic attire and still keep his Sarah tattoo on his neck. I and, noticed that actually. And then There's you something st- like it's like an older figure than what the Sarah tattoo was. Yes. A kid too, right? Yeah. I like, know he had it actually. I had that Mankind Undertaker two pack. Yes, it's and in he that had one. Had it on that figure. That's like one notable one that I can think of. Yeah, it's in that one. It's, I don't know. I don't remember if it's on the Ministry one in that three pack with Kane and Paul Bearer, but I think it's on the Purple Glove one in that Three Faces Undertaker, and it used to bug me that's so strange, much. So old too, like especially purple glove. I can't tell you if it's on that three pack because Undertaker. I've never seen it loose, and Undertaker's robe covers. Yes, yeah, the robe covers it. Yeah. Oh, you know the the things that irk us collectors. (laughs) Yeah, well, like they they haven't got spikes right on all of Kane's inverted attires. Like they have that WrestleMania Elite. Kane with the inverted attire. In yeah, one. the one that comes with it's the stretcher, right? Pardon, it comes with what? The stretcher. Is that the one that comes with the stretcher? Yes, yes, yes. It okay. Does. Yeah. And then they got the basic version of it as well, and the spikes are atrocious on the basic version. But at least they got the mask right. If they're going for the WrestleMania one and it, the WrestleMania elite, they gave him the inverted mask. Which at that WrestleMania, he wore his black spiked mask with his inverted attire for whatever reason. And he also had a broken hand, which was casted. So they actually got that right on the basic one as well, but not the elite. But the other thing that hurts me is, is on like especially early Jacks figures, there is that uh, that double slam pack with Kane and Undertaker, and Kane was actually a proper red, and they actually fleshed out his spikes, like how he had them cut out and meshed. Oh yes, I mean? yes, the WrestleMania yeah, two thousand one. Right? Yeah. So he had that also on his inverted attire, but they never did that. Jack's never did it, and uh, Mattel's never done it. They've never fleshed it out or cut it out or whatever you want to call it. And that's just something that bugs me so much. Oh, wow. I can see how that would bug you, yeah. 
I can't believe they haven't gotten his spikes fight. That is that is something to think about. I can't believe that. Well, his uh, his newer like especially the Hall of Champions one is actually pretty good. In his first Elite Twelve, like those are actually they're pretty good. The honestly the the head is pretty poorly painted. It's pretty sloppy. Like the lines aren't very sharp. Mm-hmm. But if you look up the basic cane with the inverted tire, like look at those spikes. Like they're they're terrible. Oh my god, I will have to look that up. I can't believe that. <laughs> but yeah, I bring that that double slam uh two pack. I just was thinking about that. That I I remember that uh that two pack with him and his sil- his silver logo and I think that also has a red trim on that Undertaker. I think it does actually. I think you're correct. I, I know that I think about it. Yeah, I think he has like a red trim around his logo. Yeah, I, I I uh, I love that pack. You know, even though the head scans are atrocious, it's just something about like the Kane's red really pops in that one. I agree, and it's like better, it's proper, and it's unfortunate only two Kane's of that attire, like proper color and flesh, like cut out spikes, like only two of those were ever released, and they're both in two packs. One was with the Undertaker, and one was with a SmackDown two pack with X Pac. And that was only released in the UK, so it's a really rare figure, actually. And um, I, actually, I didn't mind the Titantron Live head scan on Kane. It, it's a mask, so I mean, it's not like they really made his face look ugly or anything. But I, uh, I think it's the hair. I think it's the hair that does it for people. Like they that's were... fair because it's like a one piece, no separation or anything. But mm-hmm. honestly, it's the best Titantron Live Kane that we've gotten. Yeah, I agree. I think the is the uh under is the Kane and X Pac one, is that on like a SmackDown card? That is, yes. With the with correct. the base, right? Yes, yes, it has SmackDown base as well. Yeah. yeah. It was only released in the United Kingdom, I guess. Yeah, I I have the Undertaker Big Show one. Oh, okay, yeah. I think Edge and Christian was the other one in that set. May have been. May have been Edge and Christian or something to do with Austin. I know they put Austin in everything. That's true. <laughs> Thank God I don't collect Austin. I always say that that poor one of my friends, a oh. Stone Cold collector, I believe they're called on Instagram. They collect only Austin, and I oh my God. just pity them because the late nineties, every four pack, oh. even if the four pack kind of makes sense, it's like Kane, Undertaker, Paul Bearer. Okay, we got a theme here, Stone Cold. Okay, yeah. Well. <laughs> Well, I guess it kind of makes sense, you know, the uh, King of the Ring I guess match. The feud, yeah, but I mean, you know, they're just throwing Austin in. Yeah, they're Austin just they're too. just throwing Austin in there. I mean, I can't, you know, some of the stuff I find online is just so much Austin, and I'm like, oh my god, thank God I don't collect Austin. Kane, Cactus Jack, Stone Cold, like that's pretty random. Three back there. Oh, I, that is random. I can't believe that one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Kane even had a match with Cactus Jack, did he? Nope, I don't believe so. He feuded with uh, Dude Love and Mankind a little bit. Yeah. Same with Austin. He never had a match with Cactus Jack, and that was a bone cruncher. So the, that Cactus Jack was, like, really into Triple H, I remember. And yeah. Like, ah, I don't. And so, yeah, Dude Love would have been a good one, because I know Austin had a match with Dude Love, so. Yeah, yeah, that was at a King of the Ring, I believe, or Over the Edge. Over yeah, the edge. Over the Edge. 98, yeah. Yeah. You know, some of the stuff they did, you know, it's just, just to push more product out. Which, I mean, at the end of the day, like, it's all about making money. So yeah. So, good for them if they made lots of money. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sure they did. I'm sure they did. Yeah. Um, also, I wanted to 
uh, how I uh, end my shows is I talk about weird or bizarre items I find of The Undertaker, whether it's in my collection or something I want to add to it. So I wanted to ask you the question, is there something weird or bizarre of Kane that you have in your collection that, you know, most people would just be like, why would they make that? But you, like, are sentimental towards it. Um... I have a cane telephone. It's a kind of I saw that. Item. That's a that's a pretty weird one. And I tried looking up other guys and telephones and stuff, and I haven't really had much luck, to be honest. Yeah. Undertaker does. Undertaker. Undertaker does have one. Oh, he does. Okay. He does. Uh, I know your cane phone. He has the mask is on the the front, right? On the hands. When yeah. You pick up the receiver. Yeah. yeah. Well, for Undertakers, it's the uh, the TX symbol. Oh, that makes sense. I'm sure there must be an Austin one with the skull. There, there, there must be an Austin one. Comment, tell us, DM us on Instagram. Tell us if there's yes. another telephone there. Um, yes. I also have that uh, that pump and flex figure is pretty weird. Have you ever seen one of those? I don't know if Undertaker has. Oh, Undertaker does not have a pump and flex, but is that the one with like, um, it's like the shirt, like, is on the skin? Yeah, it's like a rubber shirt. Yeah. And most of them honestly have worn away at this time because of time, right? Yeah. And the arms, you press them up and down and it pumps up their chest somehow. Almost like a flexum. It's like posed like that. Yeah. But it doesn't yeah, have that action. Not, the arms are the arms are stiff, and the chest is stiff. It's just the shirt that's the uh, the rubber over top. It's really yeah, it's really interesting. Afterwards, I'll uh, I'll I'll send you it. I'll show it to you. Wow, um, that, that is that is weird. Has a toothbrush as well. Oh, like they have a cane toothbrush. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so I, I mean, I'm sure there's other wrestlers as that. So oh. That's, the weird things that I can kind of think of off the top of my head. There's also like a Rubik's Cube kind of deal with pictures of Kane. If you like, it's not not a full Rubik's Cube, but it's one of those six piece ones and they fold down or they fold up. And oh, they uh, yeah. Fold a certain way, you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I know what like you're like talking a about. Cube, I think it's called. a yeah, a photo cube. That's like they have like his photo on one side and there's like an action shot on another. Yeah, yeah, there's, yeah, so that there's a cane one of that, and, um, yeah, that's some of the more weirder things that I've came across, uh, that's for sure. Yeah. I mean, there's lots of, I have, like, inflatable hammers from the fair. And, oh, yes. Uh, cups, and, but those aren't really weird, they're just kind of interesting, that's all. Yes, I remember the I, I remember the inflatable stuff like the bop bags and the hammers and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, the bop bags. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure I, I know Undertaker has he, one of those. He he does. Sure. He does. He does. I'm still looking for those, but I yeah, they don't come up very often. They don't. They don't. And um, you know, especially with inflatable stuff, you know, that's out of package. You don't know if it still inflates, or you never know. Yeah, and like in all honesty, like I expect. In, 20 years it's probably not going to inflate anymore anyway yeah. so you just get it in the box and there you go <laughs> exactly um yeah i just and i know that uh undertaker has had monster trucks and they did the same with kane they put like yeah kane never had a monster truck he had some hot wheel stuff and he has a tumble truck it's called but i don't think he has a monster truck he has a bunch of car stuff though, and it's yeah. really annoying because He's got that uh, 
a scale of the drag racer because Kane was on a drag race car yes. at one time. So he's got that, and then they got those WWF like little Hot Wheels cars. And I know Kane mm-hmm. and Undertaker had a two pack of those, and they're so annoying because I hate them so much, but they're <laughs> just like a piece of Kane merch. So I'm like, all right, I got oh. a shelf dedicated to these cars that I think are so stupid. Oh. I'm right there with you. I hate the little car stuff because you, you don't know how many times they re-released this thing. And it's like, it's like so small and it doesn't fit in with the things, but you need it because it's Undertaker or Kane and you need it in your collection. Yeah. And it's like, ugh. But what I was thinking of, uh, I know they used, there's this company uh, that did like the little trucks and they had like the little plastic half figure on the top i don't know did they ever do that with kane i thought they did that with kane oh they didn't if they have i'm unaware of it anyways oh maybe they didn't i know they did undertaker austin and rock i just assumed they would do kane oh i also i just thought of i have a walkie-talkie kane was in undertaker's in a walkie-talkie set with austin but there's kane and rock and Kane and Austin walkie-talkie pack, and I looked it up and confirmed it, and thank God those are the only two, because they're massive and stupid. <laughs> do you else. do you um, collect like variant packaging like that? Like if it comes with Austin and Rock, but it's the same Kane, would you get both? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Okay. Especially, I I even collect the variant packaging of like, for example. The Titantron Live Series 2 Kane has three different packages that it came in. It has the gold, really? for the gold on the side. It has another one that's just a white WWF logo where the gold for the gold would go. Uh-huh. And then there's also a red on the side, gold for the gold. And I think the white WWF was released after the gold for the gold promotion was done with. And then the red and the other one were just kind of variants as to like maybe Canadian or an international release. But yeah, if it's like a significant bit of a change, I definitely collect the variants of them. That's cool. I know the the variants I have is the um, the finishing moves with Undertaker and Kane. The, yeah, they got the they're in the different positions. They're, dif- yeah, they're different positions. Yeah. And then there's the singlet and the one sleeve releases of Kane for that as well. Yeah, that's the that's the two I have like different positions and his different uh, singlet tops. But I. Don't think Undertaker had a variant series one. If he did, it's probably like that uh, massive set, like they would release at Costco or something. Or like, did you ever? Do you have those? Like the, like they would release four figures at a time, and like a... I do. I have two of the three that are that feature Kane. Okay. The Titantron Live one, which is Kane, Austin, Rock. No, not Rock. Kane, Austin, Mankind. Maybe it's Rock. And then I have the King of the Ring ones, the Bone Crunchers, which is King, Shamrock, Rock, and Boss Man. Oh, and wow. I'm missing, there's one Sunday night, the Sunday night heat, Titantron Live 10. It's King, Billy Gunn, Jericho, and Austin. I'm missing that one, and I've never seen it up for sale. To be oh, i never seen that one either. It's really rare. If you Google it, there's a place called Action Figures. Oh, what's the action toys or something oh yeah if you google it, it'll come up it's out of stock though that's the only place i've ever seen a picture of it though wow yeah i the only undertaker one is the series one i he comes with road dog um and i don't know xbox and that is x-pac yeah undertaker x-pac road dog and rock i think 
Or Triple H, one of the two. Yeah, I can't remember the fourth guy in the Titantron Live. Do you have that one? I, I, uh, I just have the Undertaker. I don't have the uh, the four-pack set. Well, you don't have the big four-pack. Yeah, I, I knew it was from that because the back is all blank. There's, yeah, yeah, that's right. There's no promotion. And it doesn't come with a stand either. That's right. But if I ever f- come across the the four pack, if you know, I would definitely pick it up because you know, then you can I you can point to what it is. There's a few on eBay, to be honest. I probably is. You know, it's just something. I've definitely seen the Xbox in one, like that Undertaker Xbox one on eBay before, and I, I'm not sure what they go for, but they're not too expensive. Cause yeah, it's not that. People ex- don't don't like those kind of things. <laughs> yeah, they're so huge. It is, and it's like something like, what am I gonna do with this? It's so huge and. You know, if you're not a collector trying to get everything, it's like, well, one is good enough. Yeah, I hear you there. Yeah. I think Undertaker has rock. I think his four-pack has rock. That could be, yeah, because I'm pretty sure it's not rock in the Kane one because I'm, I know rock is in the King of the Ring card one with Bossman and uh, Ken Shamrock. Yeah. So I'm trying to think who else was in Series 1. Would, was Triple H in Series 1? Oh. I don't know. I don't know either. Whoever's the missing figure, that's the other one with Kane. That would make sense, yeah. Yeah. I never even realized that, that it was probably all... Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. It's like, they released all of Series 1 and they just halved it. Well, this... I, 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 you know, like I always say on my show, I love character-centered collectors and collections. So I've, I've been a follower on yours on Instagram for a while and I love the photos you post of your collection, the items. So I said, you know, I, I have to have you on the show. You have to be a guest. So, you know, we can talk about all things that we share, you know, different Kane Undertaker items. So definitely want to thank you for coming on here today. Thanks, man. I, I appreciate it. I like talking collections, and I, I agree. Like, you don't see very many, it seems, collectors who are just one guy centered, and, like, you got yours, and I got mine. And, like I said, the only really, truly other one that I can think of that's just one person is a, is their Instagram, a Stone Cold collector. That's the only person. That, I know there there's obviously more, but... That's the only one that I can really think of off the top of my head that just is, focuses on one person. So, yeah, it's kind of rare and kind of cool to see. It is. And I think it uh, makes the collection more interesting because, you know, you can focus on what to buy and, you know, you have stories attached to it and you can talk about why you collect only this superstar and stuff like that. So it definitely makes for good conversation. And just keep up the great work on Instagram. I love seeing what you post. Uh-huh. Thank you. Yeah, I just decided to create the Instagram. I'm like, I got hundreds of these figures. I might as well make a yeah. toy Instagram. I never thought it would ever grow to what it has or even meet the people and the friends that I've met through it. So it's really a, really a cool thing in my life. Definitely. I'm glad. I'm, it's, it's been a pleasure to meet you and to talk uh, Kane and Undertaker figures. You know, you're, I'd love to have you again on the show uh, in the future. Yeah, of course. Great. And uh, give Canaanite 10 a follow on Instagram. Uh, are you on Twitter? I am not. Only oh. on Instagram. That's well, all I got. That's, that's good enough. You know, in- 
you know, one sometimes one social media account's good enough. That's all you need. That is, that's all you need. So give him a follow on Instagram. Check out his amazing collection. And uh, thank you again, man, for stopping by. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. Anytime. Hope to see. Hope to have you again soon. Sounds good. Awesome. Take care. You too.